You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hallelujah. Okay, we're going to the Word of God. Are you ready for the Word? Yeah. yeah. Because of Jesus. Amen. Say, because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. How many people appreciate Jesus. From last week when we, when we talked about when we started talking about this how many of you see Jesus in a different light? Yes. You appreciate him. You appreciate him. You know to some people Jesus is just a name that they use to finish a prayer. Yeah. That's what Jesus means to some people. They don't even have him as a savior, but they just know that when they want their prayers answered, they need the name of Jesus. So to them, Jesus is more or less like uh, uh, the genie in Aladdin, you know? Yeah, a genie in the bottle, in the, in the lamp. You just rub it, rub it, and then make a wish. You don't need to have a relationship with the genie. So that's how some people relate with God as someone that is there to just make them happy. Hmm? But there is more to it. Amen. He came to save us. Amen. Yes. But not only to save us. He came to do much more than save us. Salvation it's like a big package that has many other packages. And unless you open it, you begin to see all the other gifts that are within. You begin to unwrap them, and you unwrap, and you unwrap, and you unwrap, and you unwrap. It is endless, I'm telling you. What Jesus did for you is far more than you can imagine. So I want to bring a few things to your, um, either to your remembrance or to your understanding, depending on where you are. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus. There are things. You know why we can pray the way we prayed? It's because of Jesus. Yeah, how dare you confront the enemy? Huh? Remember the seven sons of Sceva? Yes. They were trying to rebuke demons in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches. And the demon says, Paul I know. Jesus I know. Who are you? Who gave you the right to be rude to me? <laughs> to disturb me, to even try to challenge me. Are you getting the point? In the book of Acts chapter 19, you see that. Those guys, they thought because their father is a priest, they can just usurp authority. But the demons dealt with them. The demons dealt with them. I'm telling you. They learned a lesson of a lifetime. 
Why? They tried to use the name of Jesus, but they didn't have a relationship with Jesus. In other words, they didn't have the right to use the name. The name of Jesus gives you delegated power. Somebody say delegated power. Or if you like, to be more accurate, delegated authority. Delegated authority. That's what Jesus gave to you. He has de- his own authority he gave to you. So you can use it. That means when you use it, it's like Jesus himself using it. That's power. And that's why he said in Acts chapter... Uh, no, not Acts. In John, in John, uh, what chapter is that? As many as received him to them, he gave the power to become the children of God, the sons of God. John chapter, chapter 1, is it verse 12? I think it's verse... Yes, as many as receive him, to them he gave the right. Hallelujah. The right to become what? Children of God. To those who believe in his name. As many as receive him. I like it in the King James. Look at the King James. He says, but as many as received him, to them he gave power. Hallelujah. He gave exousia. Hmm? He gave authority. That word power in the Greek is exousia. To become the sons of God. You see, there's a difference between a son and a child. A child cannot enter into inheritance. He has to become a son. Before he can enter into his inheritance. So Jesus gave you the power. To become a son. Just like himself. He is called son of God. When he called himself. A son of God. The Jews wanted to stone him. Why? Because if you are a son of God. That means you are saying that you are God. Because God gives birth to God. Hallelujah. So that was a major contention. But now he's saying, because of, we are saying, because of Jesus, you and I can also be sons. So in other words, Jesus, the way Jesus prays with the Father, the kind of relationship he has with the Father, you have the same right. You have the same access to the Father. In other words, the father does not love Jesus more than you. Yeah, I know a religious, a religious mind will struggle with that. But it's Bible. Jesus has made the way for you to relate with the father. Just like himself. If he didn't want you to relate with the father like him, he would have just kept all the secrets. Yeah? He would just keep showing you, displaying his power, and then 
you know, you just stay there and admire it. But no, he says, you come in as well. He's not ashamed to call us brothers. He wants us. We have the same father. When he ascended, and Mary wanted to touch him, Rabboni, he says, don't touch me. I have not yet ascended to my father and your father. To my God and to your God. Because of Jesus, you can be his son. Say, oh, pastor, I'm female. Then you are a female son. Yeah, female son. When the Bible calls you a son, you are a son. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You are a son. If you, if you try, to, try to relate with that, because that's who you are. Because I even don't understand how I can be a bride. <laughs> bride of Christ. You understand? But I'm... I have to relate it. I, I relate to it. I have to accept it. Because that's what the Bible says. Okay, if I'm not part of the bride of Christ, what am I? I can't be the husband of Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah. So you are a son. As many as receive him. How many people have received him? You have received him. Then you have been given the right the authority Amen. to become the son of God. Amen. Because of Jesus. Amen. He's the firstborn. Amen. Some people have taken that scripture to say, well, because the Bible says he's the firstborn, that means Jesus was created. No, 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 no. Don't even go there. He's the first person that went to hell and came out. The first person to be born again. He's the first person. Some theologians have a problem with that. I don't. He went down. He led captivity captive. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 4. Let's look at Ephesians chapter 4. In Ephesians chapter 4, the Bible tells us that Jesus, verse 7, let's read from verse 7. It says, but to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. Therefore, he says, when he ascended on high, right, he led captivity captive. And gave gifts to men. Amen. Now, this he ascended. What does it mean? But that he also first descended into the lowest parts of the earth. He descended first. And then he ascended. He led captivity captive. And then he gave gifts Amen. to men. Amen. Because of Jesus, we have pastors. Because of Jesus, we have 
evangelists. Because of Jesus, we have apostles today. Because of Jesus, we have teachers today. Because of Jesus, we have evangelists, prophets. Huh? Because of Jesus. Why? He ascended. And then he gave gifts to men. And then he now tells us what those gifts are that he gave. Verse 11, and he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. He gave some because of Jesus. Amen. We have the fivefold ministry gifts. Amen. It's because of Jesus. Amen. In the Old Testament, they only had only three um, categories of people used to get anointed. The prophet, the priest, and the king. Every other person, no anointing for you. So you have to, you want to hear God, you have to look for the prophet. Do you understand? You have to look for the prophet. You couldn't just pray and say, God, speak to me. What? Jesus had not come. He had not come. So you couldn't do that. You had to look for a prophet. That's where Samuel, remember Samuel and Saul? Saul, when the, the, when the father's donkey got missing, they were trying to locate the donkey. They wanted to locate it supernaturally. Who do they go for? Samuel, the prophet, the seer. And they go and Samuel says, the donkey you are looking for has been found. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh? it, it has been found. Don't worry yourself. Yeah. But let me tell you, this is God's mandate. This is God's assignment for you. God wants you to be a prophet. A king, rather. But you'll meet a company of prophets and you'll prophesy with them. So Saul got anointed by Samuel. Today, if you are born again, you have an anointing. Do you, do you know that? 1 John chapter 2, verse, verse 20. Hmm? 1 John chapter 2, verse 20. Because of Jesus, you are anointed. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One. Who is he talking to? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's talking to you. Yeah. You have an anointing from the Holy One. Amen. Say, because of Jesus, because of Jesus. I, am I am anointed. I have an anointing, have an anointing. Because, of Jesus. because of Jesus. So, because of Jesus, nobody has a monopoly of God's voice. Yeah. Hallelujah. You are hungry for it, you will have it. If you seek, you will find. Amen. If you ask, you will receive. Amen. God is now available to everyone because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. You have an anointing from the Holy One. You are anointed. And you know, this anointing is different from, there are different types of anointings. 
But this particular one comes into your spirit when you receive Jesus. Once you receive Jesus into your heart, you, you receive this anointing. Because of Jesus. I am anointed. I don't need to go look for any anointing anywhere. It's there in Jesus. And because I have him in my heart, he is the anointed one. Then I have the anointing. And I know all things. It means I have access to all knowledge. Because of Jesus. Amen? So when you thank God for Jesus, you need to thank him properly. Because he has really changed your life. He has upgraded you to a level that nobody could ever dream of. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus, we are anointed. So, the prophets, that's why Jesus said of John the Baptist, he said of those born of a woman, there's no greater prophet than John the Baptist, but the least in the kingdom is greater than him. You sitting here, if you are part of the kingdom, you are greater than John the Baptist. Say, because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Because of Jesus. Why? You have become sons. John the Baptist was never called a son. You will not find a place where he was referred to as a son. He was a servant. Sons are more important than servants. Servants don't inherit. Mm. Only sons inherit. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. So as long as you are a son, you are greater than John the Baptist. Because of Jesus. Amen. I love the Lord. Amen. What else can we thank God for? What else do we have because of Jesus? Second Peter chapter 1, verse 4. Because of Jesus, it says, By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Because of Jesus, I'm a partaker of God's divine nature. In other words, I have the DNA of God. You have the DNA of God because of Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? You know that there are things that attach themselves to your natural DNA and go from one generation to the other. One generation to the other. You go meet doctors, they will ask you, uh, what is your family history? Has, everybody, has anybody in your family ever had this or that? And, you know, that's how they now, it helps them to understand your situation. But hey, let me tell you something. Because of Jesus, your DNA can be rectified. Amen. If you have the faith for that, you need to speak to your DNA. Hallelujah. Amen. Introduce the nature, the DNA of God into your body. Amen. For I bear upon my body the mark of Christ. Divine nature. I'm carrying the nature of God in me. I have God in me. 
have the DNA of God because of Jesus. So I'm not just limited to my natural DNA. Do you understand? Yeah. I access the heavenly. There's something you're carrying. There's something that is flowing in you. Because of Jesus, you have the blood of God flowing in your body. The blood of Jesus. Yes. You can have a blood transfusion supernaturally. I'm telling you. If you have a blood disease because of Jesus, things can change. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen before. Where blood diseases just vanished because of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus. Every morning you just need to wake up and say, Lord, I thank you. Because the blood of Jesus is flowing in my veins. I thank you because I have your DNA. Hallelujah. Every cell in my body right now responds to the DNA of God in me. The divine nature of God in me. Hallelujah. Every tissue in my body carries the life of God. The Zoe life of God is flowing in my body. Hallelujah. Begin to do that every day. You just wake up and discover that your body is different. Amen. Amen. The problem is that we don't like to do anything. We don't want things to happen. We don't want to take responsibility. You have to engage your faith. You have to use your faith. Yeah. These scriptures are just to help you to know what to use for your faith. As a basis to exercise your faith. Do you understand? Yeah. There's no reason why certain conditions should thrive in your body. If you allow it, okay, that's fine. But if you don't want it, do something. Do something for God's sake. Talk to your body. Talk to your mind. Talk to your blood. Hallelujah. Talk to your immune system. Talk to your body. It was created by the word. It understands the word. It understands the word. Years ago, I read a study that was published. I can't remember if it was Time Magazine or Newsweek, one of the two. And and they were saying, I mean, this is, obviously, those are not Christian uh, magazines. But they were talking about a study that they did, and they discovered, they discovered that people that, that um, they, they discovered that sick people who got prayer were more likely to recover and less likely to die. Now, do I need them to tell me that? They just, they're just discovering what we have been told in the Bible thousands of years ago. But now it's like, wow, it's now a, a, a study. 
So they're saying people of faith, people of faith are able to deal with critical conditions better than people that don't have any faith at all. Then because of Jesus, there is a way out for me. It doesn't matter the condition you are facing. Because of Jesus, there is a way. There is a way. I'm telling you. The Bible is real. God's word is real. If you know what it means just to carry the nature of God. If you know what it means. Because remember, Elijah didn't have that. Okay? He was just a man of like passions, like nature. As us, in the physical. In other words, he had the same physical challenges that we face. Alright? But he didn't have the right of sonship. That you and I have. Are you getting my point? Amen. Even Moses didn't. Joshua didn't. David didn't. But you have it. All because of Jesus. All because of Jesus. As a matter of fact, in God's scheme of things, you are in a better position than all of them. That's what Jesus was trying to say when he talked about John the Baptist. The least of us is greater. We have greater chances to do greater things because of Jesus. Unless Jesus is lying, and we know he cannot lie. But that is the truth. That is the truth. The, 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 the difference is that those guys met with God. Yeah. And some of us are not even desirous. We're just satisfied with being religious. Those guys met with God. And it changed the story. You carry his DNA. Those guys met with him. Okay, Moses was... At the burning bush, he, he met with God there. You have him in your body. Ha! <laughs> Let me tell you, if we don't rise up, we are going to be so ashamed in heaven. It won't be funny. Because those guys will say, if only we had what you have. We're not partakers of his divine nature. Yeah. But we are. Yeah. And yet we can't even resist little sin. <laughs> huh? God have mercy. Amen. Well, because of Jesus, there is mercy. <laughs> I'm telling you, what Jesus did is much more 
than we have even imagined. Should I tell you more about Jesus? Because of Jesus, we are blessed. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Huh? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is about to bless us. Who is trying to bless us? No. Who has blessed us with a few? With some? Huh? Every blessing, every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ, heavenly places in Christ. You say, oh, pastor, that's in the spirit. I want it in runs and cents. Huh? Like one bishop says, kulele. He said, I want kulele. That's his own slang for money. He says, I want kulele. Say kulele. kulele. <laughs> Not tulela. <laughs> Hallelujah. Spiritual blessings. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Now, did you know that everything physical came from the spirit. Yes? So, if he has given you the raw materials for everything, what can't you have? You see? Yeah. If everything he has given you, spiritual blessing, with every spiritual blessing, he has blessed you with every spiritual blessing, all right? And it's not supposed to remain there. Yeah. You are supposed to bring it Amen. into the natural by faith. Amen. By faith. Amen. So, in heaven, I mean, I've not been there. I plan to visit Amen. one of these days. Yeah. You know? But when I do, I'll let you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, but I know people who have been. And they say that in heaven, you go to heaven, you see so much. For example, they say you see there's a place in heaven where you have body parts. So you have organs, you have eyes, you have everything in heaven, right? Now, it's not physical in heaven, correct? It's spiritual in heaven, but God was telling this guy that, look, this this storehouse is supposed to be emptied every day. So, you and I are supposed to be laying hands on people, commanding them to have heart transplant, kidney transplant, eyeballs, <laughs> new eyeballs, limbs growing out, and all of that. They are there waiting to be brought into the earth. My goodness. We're going to see some creative miracles in this place. Amen. will blow your mind. Amen. I'm telling you. Amen. I've seen it. Yeah. But you need to hear things like this to make you know that it is possible. This is not a motivational talk. This is the word of God. Hallelujah. You need to know it's possible. 
So sometimes when I see some amputees, I say, very soon, we'll sort you out. We'll fix you. <laughs> because of Jesus. Because of Jesus. It's possible. Is it okay to believe? Or is it, hey, pastor, this is getting too risky now. What if? What if? Yeah. What if it happens? Huh? Yeah. How will you feel when it happens? Start thinking like that. Because of Jesus. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Hallelujah. You say, oh, well, I, uh, I want a car, not a spiritual blessing. Do you know that there are cars in the spirit? Yeah, there are cars in the spirit. My wife had a vision. She saw Jesus driving a car. Yeah. Solid gold car. Majestic. It's in the spirit. So there are cars in the spirit. Hey. You just need to connect. Amen? Amen? Everything you need is there. That's what I'm just trying to tell you. In the kingdom of God, everything is available. Amen. Yeah. It's all part of the kingdom. The kingdom has, has its own government. It has its own economy. It has its own um, law enforcement agents. It has its own... It's, it has its own health system. It has, it has its own finance. It, I mean, it has everything. Everything in the kingdom. But it's a spiritual kingdom that can govern the natural world. Amen. 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 I heard somebody talk about this place in heaven where there's technology. It's like a technology town in heaven. Yeah, you must visit. It, that, that's where the inventions come from. Amen. The inventions that we are experiencing here came from there. The Bible says every good and perfect gift is from above, from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, no shadow of turning. Hallelujah. Oh, you think, you think the, the, the technology is from hell? Satan is not a creator. He, he, he doesn't have it. He only likes to hijack it. That's why he looks for people who are gifted. He, people who are anointed. He wants to take them. So that he can use their gift. So that he can use their grace. People who he can see God's hand is on this person. God is about to do something on this. He will hijack that person. That's how he operates. He doesn't have anything original. Hallelujah. So because of Jesus, we have access Amen. to the kingdom of God. Amen. The kingdom of God is now ours. He says, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Because of Jesus. Amen. Do you know that heaven has a minister of finance? Hmm? I, talked to, I think I shared about the, this brother that had, had this visit. Hello. <laughs> yeah. 
And this angel, Jesus visits him, this prophet, and this angel is, is standing with Jesus. And he asks Jesus, who is this? Jesus says, that's heaven's minister of finance. So heaven has a ministry of finance. Because for it to have a minister of finance, it has to have a ministry of finance. Just like it has a ministry of defense. And Michael is, is the one in charge. Hallelujah. Yes. It's all in the kingdom. Say it's all in the kingdom. And I have access to it. Because of Jesus. So Jesus tells his prophet, he says, this angel is going to be very active in the last days. This is the angel that is going to help Christian businesses, especially those that are committed to the kingdom of God and to advancement of the purposes of God. He is going to help them. He will open doors. He will bring opportunities and will give them supernatural ability to make wealth. Because of Jesus. So for Jesus to even come and introduce him to a man, and he said he saw like businesses coming up poof, poof. heaven this angel is going to come to full manifestation in our time hallelujah and, and if you are in business get ready because he is here to help you he's going to help you if you will allow God to kill the greed, the spirit of greed. God can trust you with so much. Amen. 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 I think we've said enough. Because of Jesus. Say, because of Jesus. I have access to all of heaven. Because of Jesus. I'm telling you, you need to be grateful for Jesus. You need to love him more. You need to love him more. You need to commit more. Amen. Commit to him more. Amen. Don't come and tell me, Pastor, I'm overcommitted. You are undercommitted. Yeah, you're undercommitted. You know the kind of commitment it took Jesus to pay the price for you? My goodness. He left heaven. 33 years. 33 and a half years. Suffering all this weather, harsh weather conditions, and all this suffered hunger, you know, walking the dusty roads, his feet will get tired, walking, walking. He didn't even have, they didn't even have cars. Hmm? You have a, if, okay, even if you don't have a car, you can enter a taxi. Huh? And in how many minutes you are, you are in church? For them, they would work for, for days. And they all had to get to Jerusalem to worship. Imagine if we are told to go to Jerusalem now to, to, to be going to worship. Huh? And there's no plane. And God said, you have to get there. I'm, I'm waiting for you there. <laughs> huh? Thank God for Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Thank God for Jesus. We don't have to travel that distance. 
to worship God. Right there in your room, you can just lift up your hand and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. And he will hear you. Isn't that amazing? We can meet here like this and we don't have to go to the Middle East. In those days, the Ethiopian eunuch, why do you think he was in Jerusalem? They had to travel to go and worship. <laughs> Amen? So thank God for Jesus. Turn to someone and say, I thank God for Jesus. I'm so grateful that Jesus came. Amen. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.